0: Hey everyone, welcome to Sundowners, an audio diary of stories, struggles, and lessons learned while living on a sailboat in the Caribbean. My name is Megan.
1: And I'm Travis, and we're thrilled to have you along for the sail. Hello, and welcome to episode five. Episode five. We are sitting here right at sunset. Mm -hmm. It is gorgeous, so I hope you have a drink, and you are ready to join us. Settle on in. I know we say this every week, but boy, do we have a week. We have a lot.
0: (laughs) That is true. We say that every week, and also we have so much to talk about. We have had a really busy week.
1: Yeah, we had our first sale.
0: Yes. Or motor
1: mostly motor. Went over to Sandy Island.
0: <laughs> yes, we had a full moon party that went wrong.
1: Very <laughs> very wrong.
0: <laughs> unfortunately
1: Uh and then we checked out uh Grenada, mm-hmm. Caricom. We're in a new country now. In a new country. I'm excited. We've had a adventure. Yes. With the boat.
0: Oh my gosh, we've found quite a few things that are have- that are wrong and that have put us in bad situations.
1: Several times. Not just one bad situation, <laughs> several bad situations. Uh, but we're in Tobago s- Keys. Yes. And mm. this is one of our pre- e- our favorite Anchorage? Uh, well,
0: we're not here to pick favorites. Uh, they're like my be, kids. My, just it just might be my favorite.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's dive in. Let's dive right on in. Um, so last week we left you kind of dangling, talking about cockroaches. Mm. And... We still have cockroaches. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've caught a handful of them. Yeah, quite a few. We don't say quite a few. makes it look like they're all over our counters. <laughs> <laughs> they're not just scurrying around our boat. Don't worry. <laughs> but we have caught a few, and I'm going to nickname one. I'm hoping it's one Houdini. <laughs> because this little bugger... I'm not kidding you. He'll be on a wide-open countertop, and I'll turn around to grab a cup or something, and the dude will be gone. Yep. There's nowhere for him to go. There's nowhere for him to get into. Like, he is just gone. I think he's just punking on me at this point.
0: Yeah, so we don't know if we just keep seeing Houdini and then missing him four times, or in the last week, if we've seen him, or multiple.
1: Four of his buddies.
0: Four of his buddies. (laughs) His
1: sons. i don't know yeah we we're struggling with this i'm hoping it's one cockroach that's what i'm gonna say one cockroach
0: i'm hoping so i mean yeah like i would say we've seen about three or four maybe yeah. and yeah we don't know if it's multiple or one but, but hopefully please, we're getting down to yeah, the wire please
1: don't think they're that, please don't think they're like crawling across our face at night they're just isolated to our kitchen yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't see them anywhere outside so if you don't, come on our don't boat, worry about it yeah if you come on our boat If you go in the spice cabinet, just be careful. Houdini (laughs) might be in there to scare you.
0: (laughs) And then he'll vanish, so it's fine. Yeah, so
1: hopefully this is the last time we talk about cockroaches. We will fill you in again next week.
0: Yes, we will. But. On a happier note. Yeah, we
1: left Tyrell Bay, finally.
0: Yes, finally. Oh my god. I mean, I
1: love Tyrell. I'm not here to say anything bad about Tyrell, but it was time to go.
0: We had definitely overstayed How long we needed to be there?
1: Yeah, but it's so easy. Like, oh my gosh, it's such a fun little place. There's so many. There's a hundred boats there probably. So it's like somebody's always doing something fun. The the restaurants are doing something fun. The bars, the people. Like, it's Mm -hmm. such a cool little bay. Yeah, it's a fun little very protected
0: from the wind. Oh yeah. If it's even a little breezy, we're like, ah, let's just stay one more day. And then that turned into three and a half weeks.
1: Yeah, but we left. We did our first motor. We won't call it a sail (laughs) because we didn't even try to sail. Nope. But we forgot how to unanchor. Yes. We anchored good. (laughs) So, on the boat, when we are going to pull anchor, we have positions. I'm on the helm. I point the boat directly down the chain. Megan points where the anchor's at. So, when the windlass, just this big winch on the front of the boat, is pulling the chain up, it's not pulling the whole weight of the boat. It's just basically picking the chain up off the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And once the once the anchor is basically out of the water enough, then we switch roles.
0: And then I drive the boat. Yep.
1: Megan goes to the helm, and then mm-hmm. I run up, and then I grab the anchor, and then basically put it on the boat and lock it and secure it. Mm-hmm. So, we were like, you know, five. Trying to figure out which step we forgot. Yeah. (laughs) So, we were like five minutes into this sail and all of a sudden just boom, boom, like the whole boat shakes. Like, I thought we ran aground. I thought we hit a crab pot. Mm -hmm. It scared me. Yeah. Like, I genuinely, and this is, again, it's like our first real move of this boat Mm -hmm. this season. So, I was like, crap. What so the many heck? things could have gone wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> many. Did the keel just fall off? Right. Is the mast there. What are we doing right now? <laughs> and then, like, Megan's down looking. I'm like, what the heck was it? She's like, I don't know. I felt it too. So, like, Megan's looking everywhere. Like, maybe a door's open and it's banging yeah, around. Yeah, something's not stowed properly. Yeah. I mean, maybe a cast iron pan fell off the stove. Like, it was loud. <laughs> yeah. And then nothing. Uh-huh. And then, like, five minutes later, boom again. And I was like, what, what the heck? Is I mean, happening? you can feel it in your feet, it is shaking the whole boat. And then instantly, like, as soon as I heard the third one, I was like, oh, the anchor's still down. is And I look at Megan, she goes, I don't know, did you put it up? Because, of course, it's my job to put the anchor up. And I was like, I knew I didn't. Yep, yep. So I ran up there and I was like, oh. Because if you can picture an anchor, it's just got a really pointy sharp into it. Mm-hmm. So if you picture a 55-pound anchor smashing into the hole of your boat, immediately you're going to think, like, there's huge Mars in the fiberglass, like, huge chunks taken out. Yep. Luckily, we have a mantis, and it has a big roll bar on it, Mm. and it was the roll bar side that Mm -hmm. was smacking into the boat. So not good, but good. Yeah,
0: better. (laughs) And it wasn't smacking a bunch. I mean, we had almost the entire anchor pulled up. All of the chain was in the chain locker. It was literally just the last foot and a half, maybe. So it was only when we were going over bigger waves. So it happened you know, a few times, but um, it wasn't just sitting there rubbing or smashing in. So luckily, but apparently we forgot how to be sailors. Which is funny
1: because looking back now like we were in the middle of the pack and then there were several boats, people on deck looking at us and I thought they just looked at us because we looked so good leaving the bay and they were really looking at us like, why is this idiot still have <laughs> his anchor like, in the water? This, have these people ever been on a boat before? <laughs> They're like, I remember my first day anchoring. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, So we got that up. We got that up. And we made it to Sandy. Yeah, which was
0: Nice. I mean, it was only 2.8 miles. Yeah. So part of the reason, we didn't want to put our sail up because it was such a short jump. And right. also, we really wanted to run our engine and because we've had issues with that in the past. So we wanted to make sure that that was going and everything was good and sturdy. So we get to Sandy Island, which mm. is just around the corner, basically, <laughs> yeah, from really Tyrell is. Bay. <laughs> and it's this beautiful oasis.
1: Oh, it is. It's I mean, it's truly paradise, which is funny because the beach right across from it's called paradise, but...
0: Rightfully so. It
1: is so beautiful.
0: Yeah. And there's five mooring balls, and then there's room for maybe five or six boats to anchor.
1: Yeah, seven if it's packed.
0: Mm -hmm. And we got there and it was packed. Yeah. So we dropped anchor... Way the back of the pack, way back there, and we just kept getting rolled to death so for the like, first hour or so. Yeah,
1: there's like island. It's a tiny little island, but like the the waves will wrap around the island, and we were like right on the tail end of the island where the island wasn't protecting us at all. Yeah, like we were just getting <laughs> rolled to death, and we're like, okay, you know, it's still early in the day. Let's just re-anchor right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, and a boat right in front of us had pulled out, yep. so we were like, oh, there's a good spot. We'll go over there. The big,
1: huge sandy patch. It's gonna <sighs> be so easy. Look glorious. We motor up. Oh, it's going to be so good. Drop the anchor. Let 120 feet of chain out. And it just starts dragging. It's not even trying to grab. <laughs> We're just drifting through the anchorage like, oh, gosh. So. Which is so unusual. Yeah.
0: We've not ever really had any issues with that. No. So that was weird. Yeah, absolutely
1: but... not. Pull up the anchor. Motor, you know, beyond that. Okay, maybe the sand in front of that's better. Mm-hmm. Drop the hook. Let 120 feet of chain out. <laughs> dragging through the anchorage. Like, yep. our anchor would not grab anything, which is crazy. I mean... I've read a lot of reviews and heard reviews on Sandy. It's really just like a little layer of sand over coral. Mm. So, like, if you don't get a good spot, it's not going to be good holding. Mm. That
0: and, makes that makes me feel better. And like you know, we've been on a boat before.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, they say third time's a charm. Yep. We pull the anchor up for the third time, and then Josh from Time just comes ripping up on his dinghy. and He's like, hey, wait, hold up. The Lagoon 380, which is in front of them, is on – oh, it's the best mooring ball on all of Sandy Island. Oh, my – yeah. It's – prime real estate so good he's like the lagoon 380s leave and just hold up and grab that so we're like oh definitely so we just kind of motor through the anchorage a little bit and there's like two cats coming in behind us so we're like right up on this lagoon three eighty. it's a race (laughs) like it's a race to the perfect mooring ball like we're making sure that our ground is stood this is our mooring ball no (laughs) charter boats taking this mooring ball from me yeah (laughs) so josh helped us grab that was thankfully because our mooring lines at that time were super teeny tiny (laughs)
0: yeah
1: way too short (laughs) So, man, we had the best morning ball there, and mm-hmm. Josh and Tamara on Honey Time had the second best And they were ball anchored there. right
0: behind us. So how awesome to be in paradise with your friends right behind you. I yeah. mean, the water is crystal blue. Oh gosh,
1: the beach is just like the the prettiest sandy beach you've White ever seen. White sand beach. Well,
0: actually, it was pink, too. There was oh, pink yeah. sand. Oh, yeah,
1: Megan found some pink sandy um, beach.
0: And then just lined with palm trees. And just, just like bright lush. Bright green. Yeah,
1: lush vegetation.
0: Just seriously picture like a postcard.
1: But, I mean, the thing is... 50 feet wide Mm -hmm. I mean it's just a tiny little island yeah and there's nothing on it it's just Mm. a spit of land sticking out of the ocean and it is so so pretty
0: yeah it was really cool and the first day that we got there was a full moon
1: that uh, night yeah so
0: we decided us in Hanu time wanted to have our own full moon party because
1: there was one in Tyrell Bay there Mm -hmm. was supposed to be one Monday night but we wanted to go to Sandy more than we wanted to go to the full moon party go to the full moon party so we just said hey we'll do our own full moon party yeah
0: so we wanted to do a beach bonfire um, because, you know, picture this gorgeous scenery, as we're describing, and then a full moon and stars and everything.
1: Sounds epic. Hanging
0: out with your friends. Yeah, sounded super fun. So we all show up at the beach <laughs> in the evening, ready to have a bonfire. And we're all walking on the beach trying to find a spot to where we should post up. And then we look down and we see this track being dragged through the sand.
1: I, I thought for sure it was an anaconda.
0: I mean, it was big. <laughs> it
1: was four inches wide. Yeah. I mean, it was big. And it, you could tell it was just something being drugged. So either like a big-bellied lizard or mm-hmm. a anaconda. I'm That's going what... with anaconda. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right.
0: <laughs> and so we kind of follow the track. It's winding. It's winding. And all of a sudden, we shine the flashlight. And we see a massive- Massive. Hermit crab. <laughs> and we all just start laughing. We're like, oh, my gosh. This is funny. Ha, ha, ha. And then we- shine the light further and look past the hermit crab. The
1: whole beach is moving. The
0: entire beach, like pretty much the whole ground was covered in hermit crabs of all sizes. Some of them were so tiny, like as small as a fingernail. And then to this big guy that was almost as big as your head. (laughs) And we were like, oh my gosh, watch where you step. Everyone's like, oh, it's close to my foot, like trying to creep their way back towards the water
1: it was crazy and like they were under every piece of wood everything so like beach bonfires out yeah not doing a beach bonfire and then there was so
0: many mosquitoes and no yeah, and we yeah. were kind of getting bit up and so we're like you know what let's get off the yeah. island
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely no island let's jump in our dinghies let's anchor the dinghies you know, in the water, and then just tie the dinghies together. We had a speaker. Mm -hmm. Like, it was going to be so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. It
0: was so fun. So, yeah, so we drop the dinghy anchor, tie the dinghies together. We're sitting there just chilling, lounging, talking, laughing, looking at the full moon, and all of a sudden we hear just – Rain.
1: Well, first this <laughs> cloud went over the moon. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, it, you could see everything and all of a sudden just darkness crept in. It's pitch
0: black. We're like, that's a dark cloud. And we were
1: trying to judge it. We're all sailors. We all live on a boat. We're like, nope, this one's gonna miss us. Like it's just gonna be a little cloud that goes over the top of us. Nope. It did not. It did not. So the
0: next thing, yeah, is that we hear water on ahead of us, a
1: wall of water. Yes. You could hear the rain hitting the ocean. It was loud. Mm-hmm.
0: But it, we weren't wet yet. We could just see it creeping in. So we're like, oh my gosh, go, go, go. This is going to be so wet! We're tied
1: <laughs> together with multiple different lines. We have a dinghy anchor out. We're facing opposite directions. <laughs> like we're just straight chilling. We're
0: all scrambling. We're trying to throw like the speaker, everything into waterproof bags. We're just like all, all of a sudden turned on in go mode, just yeah. scrambling. We finally break loose and we start. Hammering it down to the boat, and it
1: is coming down. It catches us. And it's, it's- like Yes. It's like somebody's dumping a bucket of water on you that doesn't run out of water.
0: (laughs) It was crazy. Yeah, Travis is going as fast as he can racing back to the boat because, of course, we left our
1: hatches open. Why don't we ever learn?
0: I don't know. But we're going as fast as we can. The rain is literally hurting my eyes. I could not open my eyes. The rain was coming down so
1: hard. I jump. Megan grabs onto the side of the boat. I go over the side of the boat. I'm in the boat. I'm closing hatches as soon as I turn. The last hatch handle, what happened? The rain stops completely. Completely. Just somebody turned the off switch. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. Like, I mean, we were scrambling, going 100 miles an hour, and as soon as we got to where we needed to get to, it was over. Yep. Literally, I, I turned the hatch handle Turn it back, start opening it, just back <laughs> up on the
0: boat. I mean, now, at this point, literally, we changed and we were wringing out our clothes. We were so wet. It so. was
1: wild, but what a fun experience. What a full moon party. Yeah, it's going to take a lot for the next full moon party to top that full moon party.
0: Seriously. <laughs> So, aside from that, we had a lot of other fun adventures in Sandy. Oh,
1: yeah. Sandy is such a fun island. Yeah. The coral, the snorkeling,
0: Mm -hmm. there's like
1: this patch of coral that's just like right at the north end of the island.
0: Like right off of our boat. Oh, yeah.
1: We swam there. Yeah. It was so easy to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Honey time, we, we swam up there. Honey time, you know, they're the ones that planned it. We were just like, yeah, sure. We'll go join you. We've never been there before. They snorkeled it the day before. It was such a cool little snorkeling spot.
0: It was great. And then we even snorkeled the coral on the backside of the island. Oh,
1: Well, that was a dinghy drift. That was fun. So basically we dinghy over to the, I I was going to say the windward side, but that's actually not the windward side, but it's really weird. (laughs) But we dinghy over to the west side of the island and then just jump off the dinghies and then just hold on to your your line that attaches to the dinghy Mm -hmm. and just floated the whole back side of the island. Yeah. So that was really cool. Oh, it was so cool. Like different, lots of different coral, aquatic life. Honey, Times said they saw a shark there last time, and I'm pretty bummed because I didn't see no sharks.
0: I'm very happy we didn't <laughs> see any sharks. What do you mean? That's why I had fun in Sandy.
1: <laughs> oh, that was a cool. That was definitely a lot of fun to snorkel that. And then when we got back into our dinghies after we left, like, basically the south side of the island, uh, there was another island that was just just offshore where we already – Basically, we were there. We're almost
0: there. We we're like, what's over there? Yeah,
1: what a sketchy approach, though. Yeah. Like, you're coming in, and there's just coral heads everywhere, and they're super shallow, like right at the surface of the water. So you're like, Dodging these little coral heads, trying to get to this beach, and the beach wasn't even that easy to land on.
0: No, it was really steep and really short. It was a beach, short beach, yeah. so we tried to pull the dinghies up, but they're barely out of the water.
1: Yeah, but what a cool island! Like yeah. we walk down, there's like this little coral wall where the waves had just smashed coral into the sand, mm-hmm. and it was like this whole coral wall. I mean, it looked like. It was something out of Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Just like this big green sloping hill, like palm trees and vegetation. I mean, it was just like a natural island.
0: And then a random goat. Yeah, yeah, there was
1: (laughs) just like a random goat on it. There's like tons of birds. It was a cool little island.
0: It was really cool. And we walked all the way down as far as we could because it got kind of rocky. Um, And then we came back... And Hanu Time's dinghy had slid a little bit further into the water. Or maybe the tide came in. I'm not really sure.
1: Well, they have like a super legit dinghy. So the thing is heavy. Yeah. So we pulled it up as high as we could. And then Josh threw his anchor like way up on shore. Mm Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we couldn't get it up any further because the beach was so small. But somehow, the dinky dinghy was now almost in the water. Yeah. And, and waves were crashing over the backside of it. Into the
1: water. And it was an aquarium. Yes. There's these little minnows. I don't know what the heck they are. There's these little fish. Maybe they're like two or three inches long. Mm-hmm. There were 20- 30? 30,
0: 40 probably?
1: Yeah, there were so many. They, they were made... starting their own ecosystem yeah, in that they dinghy. they made the dinghy their own habitat for a minute. It was crazy. <laughs> so we're just grabbing handfuls of fish. There's buckets going. Like We got two <laughs> buckets going. Josh and I are grabbing handfuls of fish. It was crazy.
0: And Try... we're trying to get as much water out as possible so we can pull the dinghy up because we're still having waves crashing over the dinghy. Even with all four of us, we can't get the dinghy up high enough to get all of
1: this water out of there. And their dinghy, Yeah, their dinghy is heavy with Without being full of water. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy. Yeah.
0: So that was funny. We're all just laughing. We're like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. We're just sitting here catching fish with our hands and throwing them out.
1: Uh, but we finally got out of there. We did. That was awesome. Yeah. And we found some coconuts. Yes. I We were searching this. We searched this island top to bottom for coconuts. Couldn't find any coconuts. So I had to be an islander. <laughs> Barefooted. No shirt. Climbed up this tree. There was a little... I don't know what's a bushel of coconuts. I don't know what that that is.
0: A lovely bunch of coconuts. (laughs) But there was a
1: perfect little bunch of coconuts. So I climbed up the tree, grabbed them, threw them out. Josh had found this like perfect rock, piece of coral. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what it was. I don't know, yeah. He had a machete. Man, we chopped the top off these coconuts, had our own little coconut drink. It was.
0: It was nice. It was lovely. Yeah, we had some floaties and we just floated in the water and had a nice drink with fresh coconut water and we ate the coconut meat out of it and. Just a lovely day. Oh,
1: gosh. It
0: was so nice. It
1: was so good. Yeah. And then we took Cala to shore a couple times.
0: Yes, even she loves Sandy Island. She didn't at first. Yeah.
1: At first, she was not stoked because...
0: She just doesn't like the sound. Obviously, she doesn't like water. And because this island is so small, you can hear water crashing onto shore from either side of the island. So when we got to shore, she was really unsure of the crashing waves, and then she tried to go further... Inland and then ran into water on the other side. So she was a little bit uncertain about the sounds of the water, but we took her to shore three times. And by the third time, she didn't even want to leave. No,
1: she just, she, we were walking back to the dinghy and she knows when we're about to get in the dinghy and we're probably like 50 feet from it. And she just lays down. She's like, now I'm good here. Yeah. <laughs> she was just chilling, dude.
0: She was just chilling. And then we were like, well, we'll just sit with her and watch the sunset. She was watching the water, watching the sunset. And so we just sat with her and watched the sunset with our cat on an island in the Caribbean. Like, what get, a rough life. Yeah,
1: it doesn't get much better than that.
0: <laughs> but we had some other fun too. We went to a beach bonfire one oh, night. Man,
1: off the hook.
0: Yeah. Off the
1: hook was off the hook. It
0: was indeed. <laughs> they had a massive
1: bonfire. I mean, it was so hot. I mean, you couldn't get far enough away from this thing. Like we were so far. I mean, we were... 25 feet away 20 feet away from this thing and like you were still just blazing hot Mm -hmm. but it was a proper bonfire
0: it absolutely was that was was. the best
1: beach bonfire I've ever experienced in the Caribbean
0: yeah yeah and then it's just down the down the beach from Paradise Beach Club, which is where a couple weeks ago we had went and painted our boat sign. Right. And so uh, when we were done with the at the beach bonfire, we walked down the beach, yeah. still a very full moon, under moonlight, and then we walked to Paradise Beach Club, there was live music there, and we found our sign. Yeah,
1: it took a little bit. Yeah. Took... Megan had the whole staff of Paradise <laughs> Beach Club looking for our sign. They're like, we just hung it up the other day. And she's like, okay, where? And they're like, we don't know. And then they like got another
0: guy, and they're like, have you seen Summer Wind sign? And they're like, yeah, I just saw it. And then, yeah. So the whole, all the employees were helping me find the sign, but we found it. Yep. It's in a great spot. So that was really fun to see it hung up.
1: Yeah. It's like right under where the van plays. So mm-hmm. if anybody's listening to this and you go to Paradise Beach Club.
0: Check us out. Check us out.
1: <laughs> so yes, we had a ton of fun at Sandy Island, but alas, it was time to go. Mm-hmm. We had to check out of Grenada slash Yeah.
0: And...
1: To move the big boat, to move the boat, is like a big Mm to-do. Get off the mooring ball, motor 2.8 miles back, drop the hook, make sure it's dug in, Launch the dinghy, dinghy to shore, like it's just such a big to-do. Right. So I decided to just send it in the dinghy (laughs) to go check out, and Megan didn't want any part of it. So I just sent it out by myself, and you're in the open ocean. I mean, you're close to shore, but you're out there.
0: Yeah, the waves are pretty big.
1: Yeah, you're out there. So I ripped ashore. It only took like 12 minutes to get to shore, went in, had a good old time with the customs and immigration guy. We were chatting it up, having a good time. And then on the way back, things got dicey. So the wind was like protecting me like most of the way back. And then like the last half mile. Dude, I just come around this point and things got so wild. The dinghy was literally hitting waves and just coming fully out of the water. I could hear the prop spinning on the outboard. And one time, (laughs) of course, I'm not going to take it easy. I'm just seeing how high I can get this thing to go. Of course. One time I come off this wave. And I smack the next wave so hard, the seat in the dinghy that Megan usually sits on shoots up in the air, almost hits me in the face. I try to wrangle it with my arm, and then I bop off the next one, full send, props out of the water again, smack on that one. And I'm not hanging. I am usually have like one hand on the throttle and one hand on the dinghy, so I'm like holding on. I had the, the seat in my hand. So when I hit, I bounced off the dinghy seat and almost, I almost got launched out of the dinghy. Which is bad because a big no no for sailors is to not have your To kill- go in the water? Yeah, true. <laughs> Stay on the boat. Stay in the boat and on the boat. But you're supposed to have your kill switch for your dinghy tied to your body, so if you do come out of the dinghy, your engine will kill kill itself. Our dinghy key is just tied to the dinghy. Mm-hmm. So this thing would have just stayed full tilt. It's just ripped right past you guys. It would have just kept going.
0: Love that. Yeah. So safe. Oh, so-, so safe. Good job.
1: But we checked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got checked out. <laughs> we got checked out, and then we had our first real sail.
1: Ooh, first real sail, yeah. Because our that. first
0: time was a motor. Um, we had our first real sail, so we left Sandy Island and we went to. We were heading to Petite Saint Vincent, um, which again was not very far, a few
1: miles. Five. It was like five miles. Five miles. Maybe seven. I don't remember what it was. Honestly. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: And so, as we told you guys last week about our chaos putting the sails on the boat while we were at anchor,
1: we never finished that. We
0: never finished putting the head sail on correctly.
1: The shackle on the bottom wasn't attached. So we needed to basically let the full sail out, pull the sail down the roller furler, and then put the shackle on it. And I did not know this, but the shackle on the bottom of the roller furler is one that you have to screw the pin into both sides. So I'm sitting here trying to hold the shackle, a pin, and this sail that is just whipping around, and it's like a 120 Genoa. It's a big sail. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hold this thing down. It's banging all over the place. And I'm sitting here trying to screw it through one half of the shackle, not even <laughs> helping myself yet. And then finally I get it through both sides, get it nice and tight. I'm trying to keep us into the wind. And the, the w- wind's
0: dancing, dancing. around. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then there's side on waves. So even if I'm into the wind, the wave knocks us, and then the sail starts catching wind. And this is taking a long time. Travis is up there for a while, and I'm like... Is everything uh, good up there? And he's like, yep, everything's fine. I'm like, then why are you still up there? Can you hurry it up, please?
1: <laughs> oh, so finally got it taken care of. I mean, the full sail's out already, so then we just turned into the wind.
0: Yeah. Started and sailing. Then we started sailing. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Until we had to turn back into the wind, because where we needed to get to was more east than we wanted to go, and then we had to drop the sail again as just motorboat.
0: Oh, but um, lest we forget that we actually forgot how to sail. Oh. We go to drop the sail, and usually I break, the line one line and Travis pulls the other line to pull the headsail in and so we're like ready to go and I'm like yep and I break the line and he's not pulling it in and I'm like what's happening and then he realized that the line was around the wrong winch and nothing yeah. was even happening so.
1: yikes I mean. This is our third season sailing, but... Could it be our first. Could be our first. It might as well be our first.
0: Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you see us out on the water, it's our first. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> leave room for error. Oh, man. So it's crazy how steep the learning curve is, even still. Like, you go back home for four months, and it's just like, you're a brand new sailor. Yep. You're you're just as green as can be. Yeah, uh, Totally.
0: But then we got to Petite St. Vincent, beautiful Anchorage. Petite St. Vincent is actually a private island, so we weren't able to go to shore there. um, But we dinghyed across to Petite Martinique, and we checked out that, which was really cute. Such a cool
1: little island. Yeah. It's tiny. I mean, we walked as far as we could on the road. There's no road that goes around the island, so we walked around the north shore until it deadened. (laughs) And then we walked all the way back to where we started, and then all the way around to the south shore as far as we could. I mean, we walked tip to tip on that island mm-hmm. as far as you could and
0: there's only one road it's called main street
1: and it is main street and it
0: is the main street it's the only street that's what they should rename it
1: actually yeah and
0: yeah i think it goes like a mile and a half the whole island's probably only three miles around i think it was five five there you, you got, think
1: well back and forth
0: okay yeah so anyways we walked around we had dinner the night before at this really cute place oh,
1: palm beach restaurant yep yeah and it that was good nice. it was good yeah. yeah it was really cute super quaint yeah ambient, ambi- ambience what is ambiance. that? Ambiance. Ambiance. It was there. It was there for sure.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, then the next morning we got up and we walked through town. We went to a little bakery, which didn't have donuts, unfortunately. I was, I
1: was literally chanting, donuts, donuts, <laughs> donuts, walk in. Do you got donuts? No. Oh, I was yeah. so disappointed. But we didn't have like these little beef empanadas. They were good. Yeah. And, and, and like pizza. little pizzas. And so. I wasn't mad.
0: Yeah, and it was just a really cute island, really quaint. Everybody was so nice. We yeah. were walking down the streets, and everybody was waving, asking how our morning's going. It just seemed really friendly. Oh,
1: it was a cool place.
0: So we did that, and then
1: we we it to... over to Mo- Mopion? Yeah, Mopion, which is like this little spit of land. We okay. When you guys picture Sandy, like that's a massive island compared to Mopion. <laughs> like, I mean, how like, twenty feet across by twenty feet across?
0: Yeah, I mean it's tiny.
1: Mm-hmm and it's just this little piece of sand that sticks out of the water mm-hmm. and just one little umbrella. Yep. That's like a like a little tiki hut thing. It's like uh-huh. a wooden umbrella. Yeah. But like that's it. That's the whole island.
0: The whole island, yeah. And
1: it is so awesome.
0: <laughs> Except for when we go there, we leave, we're just going to take our dinghy over there and it's Again, it's
1: like a couple miles. It's a couple miles, yeah. yeah.
0: And it's a bright blue sky. We're like, ready to go to Mopion? We're going to have such a fun day at the beach. We're going to have the little island all to ourselves. And we start digging across. And about halfway through, we get hit by a squall.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These island storms are so... They punk on us every chance they it get. It all of
0: a sudden is like... Dark sky, tons of rain again. like we're literally just getting soaking wet, dinging over to this island.
1: Yeah, and the worst part about it is is like what protects this little island from just washing away? is it's, like, surrounded by coral. Like, all the way around it is coral. Mm -hmm. And Hanu Time, they were like, hey, make sure you don't just send it straight to shore because there's coral everywhere. So thankfully they told us that because we were trying to keep an eye out for coral heads, but the sky got super dark right as we got right where we needed (laughs) to get to. And it was so sketchy. Yeah. There were coral heads everywhere. Like the water was splashing on the ocean so bad that like you couldn't even see through the ocean. Yeah. And like it was a coral head was right in front of us. Megan's like, coral head. Like yeah. I would like turn the dinghy really quick. And all
0: of a sudden we just see some coral sticking out of the water. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, going oh, We're headed no. straight for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gosh. But so- then we, again, timing perfectly because then we're at right as we got there whole island to ourselves and it just cleared up yeah the skies cleared up and it was freaking awesome beautiful
0: sunny day bright blue water again white sand and and we were able to fly the drone got some cool shots there yeah just enjoyed this little spit of land by ourselves yeah
1: i mean what a cool unique experience yeah it was fun it
0: was awesome And then we go back to the boat, and then we are going to head from Petite St. Vincent over to Union Island so that we can check in to St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Yep. And we are having the best day. I mean, this morning we woke up, walked around town, went to a bakery, went to a private island. We're just in a great oh, mood.
1: We're running on a high for sure. We're like,
0: this is going to be so fun. This is going to be a great sale. And we're pulling anchor. Everything's normal. I'm pushing that button like we talked about to pull the windlass up. motoring
1: forward. Everything's good. And then
0: all of a sudden the windlass stops. Just completely stops.
1: I uh, still haven't figured out what's wrong with it. Blew a fuse. <sighs> Blew up the windlass? I have no idea.
0: I have no idea. But I can tell when. The anchor pulls off the bottom. So the anchor was off the bottom. So we're drifting at this point. Yep. And the windlass stops working. So now we've still probably got, what, 20 feet of chain and then the anchor out? We yeah, we're, well, we were in a deeper,
1: deep. deeper anchorage. So 25 feet, yeah, So sure. then
0: all of a sudden I turn to Travis and I'm like, uh, the windlass stopped. And he's like, what? So he runs up there. He has to pull the rest of the anchor up by hand. Got my
1: lat workout in. And
0: I'm just like, <laughs> you know, kind of keeping the boat straight. Luckily, there was nobody behind us. Luckily, if that was a busy anchorage. That would have been very stressful. Things would have
1: been dicey. So I'm just
0: idling as the boat's kind of kicking back out to towards sea to where we need to go. And then all of a sudden, I go to put the boat in gear while oh, he's still... Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait. dinghy.
0: Right. Well, this is when I realized. Oh, okay, okay. So while he's still pulling the anchor up, I go to put the boat in gear, and I realize the boat's not going in gear. And I freak out, and I look behind the boat, and I see that the dinghy is all ski-wampus a- on ab- the back.
1: Abnormally <laughs> close to the boat.
0: I'm like, something is wrong. So I I leave the helm, I run back to the boat, and I see that the dinghy line is tied up underneath the boat. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, no, it's stuck in the prop. The prop is not spinning. We're not going in gear because the dinghy's caught.
1: So now we're just drifting.
0: We're drifting. Travis has barely pulled the anchor up. He comes walking back, and I'm like, the dinghy's caught. And he's like, (laughs) what?
1: Oh, goodness. I'm like, grab a a mask. Hurry, grab a mask because I need to figure out if this— the line is on the prop or if it's on the rudder. Mm -hmm. So I jump in. Thankfully, it's just pinched in the rudder. It's not even wrapped around the rudder. It's just pinched in the rudder. So I have Megan turn the wheel all the way to port, turn the wheel all the way to port, pull the line out, push the dinghy off the back of the boat, get back on the boat. I'm like, all right, we're chilling. (laughs) Get on the boat. Go to put it in gear. No transmission. Nothing. Just revs it. And like my heart just drops because we have heard Several sailors talk about mm-hmm. losing an engine, losing a transmission, yep. and it's always in the worst time. And this would have been one of those worst times. Oh, it would have been horrible. So I'm like panicking. Room, put it neutral. Go to put it back in gear. Room, it will not engage gear. And I look at Megan. I was like, I think we just lost her transmission. And now she goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I cannot get it to go in gears. It's just, it's just revving up. I can't get it to engage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like going neutral in gear, neutral in gear, neutral in gear, and finally it goes. Boom! And then it like locks in, like it engages gear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my heart is racing. I wish I would have looked at my heartbeat because it was like <laughs> 205. Like, I'm positive. Yeah. Like I thought I was going to have a heart mm-hmm. attack. Well, you
0: ran downstairs. Yes. To do something. Oh yeah,
1: that's right. Because I, I ran downstairs and I manually put it into gear mm-hmm. because it wouldn't go into gear at the helm. Right. So I manually put it into gear on the transmission.
0: Yep. And that was scary for me because... Fun fact about Travis, everyone, I'm telling everyone about you now, (laughs) is when things go wrong, Travis doesn't speak. So the last thing he says to me, he's at the helm trying to put it in gear, and he's like, I think we just lost our transmission. And he just runs downstairs. And I'm just sitting here at the helm like, what does that mean? What do I do? What's going on? (laughs) We're just drifting out to sea. I know there's coral to our right. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And then he was going down to figure it out. But he doesn't always have... The capacity to explain things to me in the moment I and gotta... try to figure the project out so he just
1: went full project mode one track mind i gotta figure i gotta fix whatever is wrong right now i can't even think i'm like tunnel vision why is this thing not going in gear so
0: then when he disappears and i'm left at the helm drifting out by myself that's when my heart rate spikes i'm like what's happening luckily he did finally get it to engage and then the
1: boat just goes in gear while you're up here and i'm down below i know i'm like are we good like i don't know what's happening oh so we come back up. I get back on the helm. Now we're just, okay. We're we're chilling. Mm -hmm. Let's get over to Union and let's really figure this out. So then we're sailing, having a good time. And we didn't really want to go to Clifton, which is on the east side of Union. We wanted to go to Chatham, which is on the west side of Union. But There's Boat Boys, so basically it's guys that come out to your boat that will help you grab a mooring ball if you need. Mm -hmm. And usually I don't like Boat Boys. I mean, I like Boat Boys, but I don't need help grabbing a mooring ball. Right. But these guys will come, like, offshore and meet you. And this guy came out and I was like, hey, my transmission's acting up and, like clifton is such a sketchy anchorage because there's like this huge patch of coral right in the middle like mm-hmm. everybody's anchored around this patch of coral
0: it's literally called roundabout coral reef
1: yeah <laughs> so i tell the boat boy i'm like hey my transmission's acting up like if my transmission doesn't engage i'm in the middle of this anchorage i need you to grab the boat and make sure we don't end up on shore and the guy laughs and he's like okay yeah we got you Those two guys on the boat mm-hmm. so very grateful for a boat boy at this point yeah so, and he takes us to like the, the the worst mooring ball, like all the way through the anchorage. I'm just stressing the whole time because like the reef is like right off to our port side, off to our left side. It's yeah. like right there, and I'm like, dude, if our transmission gives out right now, we're gonna we're right we're on that coral,
0: mm-hmm. and they're like far away from us. Too. Yeah, so they're at the mooring ball waiting for us. I'm like, if we need you, you're pretty far
1: away. So we get on the mooring ball, finally take a breather. Mm-hmm. Who what to chill chaos out. that was? It was so
0: wild. Yeah. Got in.
1: Checked in, in, checked in. Mm-hmm. That it all went smooth. I, I don't think checking in at Clifton's ever bad. It's always been good for us. Yeah, we've never had any bad. There was like a there. ferry boat that came in like right before. It's had a bunch of people, but yeah, very smooth process. Yeah, very and, happy with the check-in process at Clifton.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, and then that night you tore into the transmission issue yeah, and you I, figured out what we need.
1: Well, kind of. I thought I fixed it, so I tore the. The entire, I don't even know what this shifting mechanism is called. It's like a throttle shifting mechanism. You push forward, it engages. So it's two different cables that attach to it. So once you push it forward, it engages the transmission to go forward. And then the secondary cable pulls the throttle. Mm-hmm. So it engages gear. And then you start going faster and faster and faster. And the same in reverse. If you pull backwards, it engages the transmission to go backwards. Okay. So basically, I tore this whole thing apart, realized the problem wasn't at the binnacle. So then I went downstairs, started tearing into it at the transmission, and found that our uh, linkage, or, our linkage cable, I guess it would be called, the cable that runs from this unit to the transmission had, like, an issue with it. Yeah. So, Yeah. thought that I fixed it, mm-hmm. put it all back together, and, yeah. <laughs> wasn't good, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah.
0: Pause. Yeah, <laughs> No, just kidding. Um, but then we got to Union, and we like Union. It's a lot, a lot of cute little shops and restaurants and stuff. And there's actually one restaurant slash bar that's called Happy Island Bar. Oh, and it's kind of out in the coral reef it's area. It's built
1: on like a reef. This guy like stacked conch shells forever and then built in... An- bar on the conch shells. This is a story I've heard.
0: Yeah. And they planted palm trees on the island. So it's really cute. And typically people will like kiteboard over it. They'll literally jump yeah. over the island. So you can be sitting there having a, a cocktail and people are kiteboarding over top of you. Such
1: a cool little place.
0: Yeah. And this is our third time now in Clifton. And we wanted to go the last two times, but for some reason it was closed. We didn't have time. I can't remember. So this third time we were like, we have to go. And I asked the boat boy who helped us to our mooring ball. I said, is that bar going to be open tonight? He's like, Oh, yeah, it opens later at sunset, so you can have a drink while you're watching sunset. And I'm like, Perfect, we're going to go. He's like, Okay, cool. So we get ready to go on a date night. We head over there. Nobody's there.
1: Nobody's there. And we
0: kind of sit there, wait. Sunset's happening. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And nobody's there. So we're like, well, let's just have our own party. So we went back to the boat, got our own drinks, and then went back and still watched the sunset from Happy Island. It was a
1: beautiful sunset.
0: Beautiful. There was kiteboarders everywhere. So we still got a fun experience, but it was closed. We experienced Happy Island. (laughs) Yeah, we did. And
1: it was a lot more. It was a lot cheaper. (laughs) A lot more affordable. (laughs) Yeah. So in Union and Clifton, it's the coolest little dinghy harbor, I would call oh, it, out yeah. of anywhere in the Caribbean. Like you, There's like a footpath that you dinghy under, and then it's like this super protected little bay mm. that you like tie up your dinghy in. They have like a cool little dinghy dock and you, everything.
0: It, you literally go under a tunnel. Yeah. It's cute to get to the dinghy dock.
1: Yeah. So we were dinghy in there. We're just going to go dink around. Yeah, I'm gonna check out the island. Like we had no mm-hmm. real plans. We were trying to find a cotter pin was like our main goal. Like we and then go to the beach club. Oh yeah, and then literally right behind us as we come into this little dingy dog, we just hear "Hey guys!" and we turn around and it's Hanu time. We're like that voice is familiar. But we left Hanu time at Sandy, yes. and they were going to go to. De- st vincent yep and go to mopian so, so we didn't
0: even think we were in the same country as them really yeah, <laughs> the had same no idea
1: they were gonna be there and they just happened to just dingy in the exact same time that we did mm-hmm. so we got to go explore union together we went to sparrows yep sparrows, sparrows, beach, sparrows club? beach club mm-hmm. what a beautiful little place
0: yeah we had seen signs for it all over clifton um all three times that we've been there and we never really went and then there was a taxi driver for for Sparrows and we were talking to the him he's shuttle, like the yeah. shuttle yeah the shuttle and he's like yeah I'll take you guys it's about a five minute drive and we're like okay we've never done that before so let's check it out so we go over there 100 times with us and it ended up being Incredibly beautiful.
1: Oh, it was like such a cool little place, beautiful beach. Mm-hmm. You can anchor there or grab a mooring ball there. Yeah. I had no idea you could do that. There's no
0: boats in the bay, though. None. It's very secluded. It's kind of on the other side of the island, its own little bay. But now we know that it's there, so maybe oh, we'll go anchor over absolutely. there. I don't know. I
1: mean, it's the cutest little club, and I'm bummed because they were setting up for something fun today. Yeah. They, they said, were said they are like having a
0: brunch party.
1: Sunday fun day. Yeah. Ah.
0: But they had little cabanas and tables, and so we ordered lunch, and- Got
1: some chicken burgers. Got some
0: chicken burgers, and, and got fries. to hang out there, and then we went back into, like, main town of Clifton, and went to a couple of restaurants, and- Went to the Tipsy Turtle, and drinks. learned
1: how to play- Oh,
0: yeah. Caribbean dominoes. Caribbean
1: dominoes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Josh and I lost. (laughs) The ladies won.
0: Yeah.
1: Ah, But such a cool little place. And then they were doing like a fish fry party. Conk festival, they called it. Conk fest. They had the loudest sound system I've ever heard (laughs) in my entire life. I know. It was crazy. Like when you walked by it, you couldn't hear your own thoughts. Yeah. It was loud enough. I don't I've never heard anything that loud. It was yeah. crazy. It
0: was it was crazy. So we only went there for a little bit. We mm. had some uh stayed for happy hour and then kinda walked around a little bit. Um but it seemed like
1: It was going off. It was going
0: off. Seemed like the place to be on Saturday night. One of the boat so. boys
1: stopped by the boat this morning and said he was there until two in the morning. Yeah. We were back on our boat at like seven PM. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Not yeah. mad about it, but it looked I mean, we experienced it a little bit. It was mm-hmm. cool.
0: Yeah. And then we went to leave this morning, actually. Yes. To leave Clifton on Union and head to Tobago Keys.
1: Yeah, and Tobago Keys, such a cool place. So we were super jacked to get out of there. Yes. Still gun shy about our transmission situation. So before Mm -hmm. we took any mooring lines off, I put it in gear. I rev it up. Megan's standing at the bow of the boat, at the front of the boat. And I'm like, hey, make sure that we, like, motor to the mooring ball. Mm -hmm. The boat engaged gear perfectly. Motored up. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good. So I put it in neutral. Pulled mooring lines off. I literally had her holding the last mooring line. I'm like, okay, let me try it again. Let me try it a second time. Put it in gear. She's like, yep, you're motoring forward. Okay, so I put it in neutral. She pulls the last mooring line off. As soon as we're free from this mooring ball, <laughs> of course. what happens?
0: The transmission does not engage. It doesn't engage And in we gear. start drifting back <laughs> towards other boats and the coral
1: reef. In the reef. A huge charter cat. This... Boat that's on anchor. I mean, we were just drifting through the anchorage. We planned on just motoring straight out around the coral reef and reef and out of the bay. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes, that was even more chaotic. When we were leaving Petite Saint Vincent, there was nothing really to hit behind us, so it was stressful. But like, okay, the worst thing that's going to happen is we're going to have to deploy the anchor again, and Mm -hmm. then we'll, we'll figure this out. Yep. This time, there's no option. Like, there's too many things going on behind us to just not be stressed. Yeah. So I'm like, again, neutral, in gear, nothing. Neutral, in gear, revs up. (laughs) Neutral, in gear. And finally, I mean, we were like, how close do you think we were to that boat on anchor?
0: Feet. Eight feet.
1: Yeah. We were like feet. Like
0: actively drifting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the the charter boat's right there, and it just engages in gear. And we start turning, and Megan's like, can we even get out this way? I was like, I don't know, but this is the way we have to go. She she grabs the navigation tablet super quick. Oh she's my like, gosh. no, we have to go around the reef, go around this boat, do this. Yeah, it was oh crazy. My... I was
0: standing on the back of the boat ready to, like, push off yeah. the boat because we just were just drifting right towards... Boats, so which was really scary. That's
1: when I said, I thought I fixed it. I didn't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and chaos. Like, what the heck, uh, man? Yeah. And it's funny because, like, when we were going to Petite St. Vincent leaving Sandy, I was like, this season's going to be good. Like, yep. This is going to be a good season. Like, we had so many problems last season. This season's going to be good. I was trying to manifest it. Yep. Still hasn't manifested it yet. This season's <laughs> going to be good. I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah. This season's been epic. I can't, it has been I can't epic. Say it Yeah, it yeah. Finally gets in gear. Rip out of the bay. Try to sail to. Uh, Tobago Keys but again we're going into the waves going into the wind like we can't get a good angle
0: I don't know what is happening going from south to north is supposed to be the easy route
1: yeah, somehow we're still easting
0: somehow <laughs> last season we came from Guatemala to here and basically easted the entire 3,000 miles over
1: 3,000 miles felt like we are easting the entire time
0: absolutely and then this time I'm like oh everything's gonna be chill on a five mile sail I'm like this is gonna break Smash me and waves I can't do this anymore sails are fluttering I'm such a baby now, though. I have no tolerance for it Oh, anymore. <laughs>
1: gosh. So we're getting into the bay. You know, there's there's mooring balls here. It's like a protected place. You can anchor here if you want to, but why not grab a ball so you don't mm-hmm. drop your anchor on a turtle or anything, a steam right. ray? Right, yeah. So we're super stressed out because the transmission's questionable. It's and pretty usually, windy coming yeah. into the bay. Oh, yeah. It was like 20 knots, easily 20 knots. Mm-hmm. And usually there's boat boys that help you grab the mooring ball. So I was like, oh, we'll get in there. There'll be a boat boy. We'll just throw them our mooring lines. Of course, there's never, there's not a boat boy. There's of course n- not. There's never not been a boat boy here. Right. This is our third time here. We've always had boat boys. And yeah, no boat boy. So Megan gets us like right up close to the first mooring ball. I put it in neutral to try to slow the boat down. We're drifting, drifting. Megan's like, okay, just a little bit more. And go to put the boat in gear, nothing. Go to put the boat in gear, nothing. So we drift all the way away from the mooring ball. We look like noobs.
0: Yeah, we had to try it three times. We had to try
1: it three times. There's a bunch of charter boats all laughing at us, which is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah,
0: and these mooring balls are not set up normally either. The lead to grab the mooring ball is like three and a half feet maybe underneath the water. So I'm like hanging off the front of the boat trying to grab it and all this stuff. It's all this chaos. But once again... If you were to watch us from the outside eye,
1: first year, it'd be
0: our first year. We should have named our podcast something like about how we're so bad at sailing or something. (laughs) Like, I feel like we tell these stories about (laughs) all the mistakes that we make. Oh my goodness.
1: It's what not to do as sailors. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I feel like I would say I am confident at grabbing a mooring ball. Yeah. You take the transmission out of that equation and it, you, I have no confidence. Like I yeah. could not get the boat to where we wanted it to. Luckily on the third one it worked out perfectly. The boat came right up. You mm-hmm. grabbed it. Put the put the seamless. Yeah. The third one should have been the first one, but hey, here we are. Yep. We got it.
0: We got it. And then we got here to Tobago Keys. We were all grabbed the mooring ball, settled in, and then just got to enjoy today.
1: Oh gosh. If you guys don't know what Tobago Keys is, just search it. Search yep. it. Tobago Keys, SVG, and you will have your mind blown. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, I'm going to say it's my favorite anchorage in the entire mm. Eastern Caribbean. It is. Yeah. Dude, What right as we jump off the boat, stingray. I know. Swim 20 feet, turtle. It's great. I mean, you go right over by that shore over there. I mean- in your line of sight, how many turtles did you see?
0: Oh yeah, today in my line of sight I counted eight turtles, it was and then crazy. I continued to spin around and I saw twelve.
1: In what? Like in your vision? Yes. And not like little turtles, like these turtles. Big turtles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe there's one that's like a foot across, but some that are like several feet across, yeah. like big turtles. Yeah.
0: So we had a gorgeous day swimming with the turtles in the stingrays today.
1: In the watercolor here. <sighs> it's just yeah it's I hard know. to beat this place
0: i feel like we need to stop talking before we just make everybody hate us we're uh, talking about how gorgeous <laughs> every view is
1: <laughs> if it wasn't 60 ec at night for a mooring ball here I, I'd, I'd do a whole season right here oh yeah <laughs> count yeah. me in <laughs> we
0: love it here but so yeah. we'll probably be here for another day or so and then check out more of saint vincent um, well the winds
1: are supposed to pick up and this is not a fun place to be when the winds pick up
0: i mean yeah it's pretty protected so we'll see
1: last time we were here we got rolled yep. but uh, I would take a little roll for what you get. The experience yeah. is worth it.
0: Absolutely. So with all that to say, with our crazy week, what's something that you learned this week?
1: Oh wow. Um something I le- oh, something I learned this week was so my sister is a nurse and she was questioning me about the sundowners term and correct me if I'm wrong, but like I guess in her world sundowners mean at dusk, at mm-hmm. sunset elderly people go crazy sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that, what she said. Is that what we read? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she goes, eh, maybe it's fitting for you guys. Maybe you guys get a little wild <laughs> at sunset. But it's like an actual medical term. Yeah, for I think,
0: or like a phrase that they use. Yeah, yeah maybe I it's know. not
1: medical term. But right. like, I guess some people go crazy at sunset. And I mean, I think that's perfectly fitting because... Here we are, enjoying a good little drink at sunset. Depends Might get on get what unfolds walk. on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I learned that this week, which just kind of made me laugh. That I'd, is funny. i had never heard that before. No, so I had not either. So, just something fun that we learned. Yeah, Kay. that's funny. what about you? What's something you learned?
0: Uh, well, I learned that I need to start doing yoga, apparently, because... I pulled my back muscle while snorkeling with
1: turtles today. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: My legs are so positively buoyant. So when I dive down to try to swim with a turtle, my legs are like, above my head and there was one that was letting me just get right next to him and I was just looking at him and he was looking at me and it was the coolest experience and my legs were trying to take me back to the top and I was just like pushing with my something <laughs> with my arms trying to stay down I was like I don't want to go up yet this is so cool and then I went to kick to get up and my bat legs above my head just all of a sudden my back just shoots pain <laughs> and I'm like
1: what oh, no. has happened to my life Uh, We're not quite as limber as we were in 2018. No, not at (laughs) all. Life has gotten ahead of us.
0: Uh, So now I'll be doing yoga in the mornings.
1: Not a bad bad thing. Not a bad way to start your morning. (laughs) We'll see. Oh, wow. That was a fun week.
0: That was a fun week, a wild week, a scary week, but a good week.
1: Yeah, this week's going to be windy, Mm -hmm. so we will see what this brings.
0: Yeah, we'll see where we end up.
1: It's going to be an awesome one. I'm looking forward to this week. Totally. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time with us. Of course. Actually, a lot of time. This one got got away from us. We
0: had so many good things to talk Ah,
1: about. Well, have a good evening. Talk to
0: you later, guys. Bye-bye.